0: Wasteland here. Just a heads up that we were having some audio issues in this episode in the latter half. Just a warning and we are attempting to resolve it in future episodes. Before we get into the show, I'd like to thank those of you that have been listening. Shout out to friends like Audrey and Wyatt. And I have a request for all of our wonderfully kind listeners. We'd love to build more of a connection with you. So I have a question. What are some things that you feel like 20 somethings go through? We're looking for episode topics, and we'd love to hear some of your topic ideas for upcoming episodes that we could do. If you have any, you can send them to us by email at teamtrashcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Instagram at teamtrashcast. Also, if you're feeling especially kind, leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Helps us spread the show. Again, guys, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us for the Team TrashCast. My name is Wasteland, a.k.a. TJ.
1: I'm Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron.
0: I'm Logan Landfill. And today we have a guest with us, a financial planner. Uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, his name is Keith. Uh, he's going to be spreading some like financial knowledge for us that uh, many of us in our 20s could probably use right now, even if we can't maybe put it into practice just yet. But before we can allow Keith to legally be on the show... Um, before he's escorted off the premises, he must be given a trash nickname um, before... He, I mean, if not, you, you'll you have to leave.
2: Yeah, right. We... Oh, wait. Am I allowed to talk before my nickname's put in a place? No. Okay, okay I'll yeah, we, we We, have, we, have, we <laughs> impose about a five-minute limit. Yeah. Um, and if you go
0: over that, then we have Logan escort you off the premises.
1: That's fair.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Aviators cool. and all. Aviators yeah. <laughs> <AB laughs> and all. Cool. Um, okay, so... We need to give you a nickname that is, like, related to trash uh, for the show. First of all, do you have any ideas for yourself that are, like, related? To-
2: I mean, I really try to minimize the amount of trash that I produce and mm-hmm. choose some eco-friendly options and recycle, so mm-hmm. maybe something along those lines.
1: Dude, what if we just called him Eco?
2: Like the,
0: fu- like the, mm, sorry, the, the flipping stuff from <laughs> the Jack and Daxter games?
2: Probably. I don't know. I haven't played them. Was it Echo or Eco? It was I- Eco.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was thinking like
2: Captain Planet. Captain Planet. No, <laughs> it's, it's already been taken. He's got a way better power suite. Uh, I, I, like so. the name, I like the name Captain,
3: though. Um, Captain, Captain Curbside Pickup. Captain Cur- curbside. Curbside. Cap- curbside.
1: Captain Curbside. I was thinking something along the lines of Bottle Cap. Ooh, okay. Because in, if you've ever played Fallout, yeah. Um, the Bottle Caps are the currency in Fallout. Um, really? You, yeah. Um, weird so you, franchise. Could be, you could be Captain Bottle Cap.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm like Captain Curbside better. I. what about you? What you thinking?
3: I mean, it's his thing. whatever he wants. That's true. This yeah. is, ultimately it is your decision. I, I like
2: Captain Curbside.
3: I like the alliteration to it. that yeah. It sounds.
2: Yeah. yeah. It feels right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Captain Curbside.
2: It has been established.
0: He is now legally. You've gotten your green card should, for the show. We should. We
1: should, <laughs> what? We should do a, um, we should do, like, a, we should have a sound effect for that when the naming is, like, official.
2: Yeah. Like, we should have, like, a judge's gavel or something. Ooh, what if, it, if in this instance, you just had, like, a trash vehicle, like, noise? Oh, like a sound, the sound of a
0: garbage, like, a <laughs> like a garbage, cup, a gar- garbage truck backing <laughs> up or a garbage truck literally just, like, pulling away. Yeah. And it's, but it's just the sound of, like, the garbage man slapping the side of the truck. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're good to go! Awesome. go. <laughs> Just see the sound of him like pulling away. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, so today's episode is going to be all about money uh, because it's something that we deal with in all stages of our life, and especially in our twenties, where a lot of us are broke. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. In well, I mean, it's true. Um, but uh, Keith happens to work in the money world, and he might be able to give us some great knowledge. Before we get some wonderful, great knowledge from Keith. We are going to make sure that we give you our wonderful knowledge that we do here at Team Trash, and our favorite segment, the Dump, where we give you the worst advice possible on a litany of topics. Today's topic: how to spend money. So we're going to give you advice on how to spend your money,
1: and specifically, the best way to spend
0: money. Yes. Cool. Yeah, as we only we only ever give you the best advice. Here. Oh, of course. Yeah.
1: Um. So for my my thought, mine um is uh, here's what you do. I, I mean, take take a look at the current state of everything, you know, um, and consider consider just the state of the world and how close we are to, you know, 12 o'clock on the Doomsday Clock, um, <laughs> and uh, invest all of your money in bottled drinks. Doesn't matter what kind of beverages it is, whether it's Coca-Cola, nuca cola or Mike's Hard Lemonade, um, you just buy a bunch of it, like just spend all your money on bottled drinks and save the bottle caps, because as we all know, there's going to be a lot of fallout from everything happening this year. Keith said that joke, and I took it from him, but I needed to. I'm sorry. That no, was it, was, so it was a good joke. That was a very good joke. But that's why I credited you with it. I appreciate that. You
0: know, I, I do wonder, because I don't really have a, a spending money tip, but I, I think I might have more of a saving one. Okay. When's the last time you guys saw, like, a bottle out at sea? You know, I feel like that's a, probably a fantastic way to... Like, <laughs> sometimes people have trouble like not saving their money because they have too much of an easy access to it. So mm. I have a plan for that. Instead, take all your money... Put it in those bottles. Send it out to sea. That mm-hmm. way you can't ever get to your money. You can't spend your money. And reasonably, it'll stay right there. You know, near the flying Dutchman. And who else is their lord of the sea? Yeah. You know, if, the you, if you write your name on it. Oh, yeah. else can legally take
2: it. I right, no, exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: No, 100%.
1: The finders Keepers doesn't. Finders Keepers does not apply in international waters.
0: If you stick a little like label on it that, that just says like this is mine, don't oh, even like leave yeah. a name on it. Just right. like it's like the yogurt that you have in the office fridge that you know like someone's not gonna eat it. Like it's it's yours basically. Yeah. And it's the nice yogurt too. It's Absolutely, the nice Chobani. <laughs> yeah. yeah <exactly. laughs> Chobani. Is there any other
1: kind of nice yogurt? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. Siggies. Oh, oh, it's what, gross. Right? When's the last time you saw uh, a yogurt?
2: Oh. Oh. Get out oh, of there. here. Uh, I don't know I, I, I'm kind of thinking of investing in um, what's a company that's done really well since the uh, invention of the internet probably newspaper companies right like yeah. printed oh my gosh, material yeah, printed yeah. sometimes you just want to take something into the bathroom flip through it get it a little dirty I, you oh. know and it, you don't <laughs> want it to be your <laughs> phone
1: and hey sometimes maybe you run out of toilet paper
2: that's true right
1: And like, two functions what are you going to do like you can't can't wipe with your phone fam no. that's not that is it's not sanitary for one yeah exactly guys
0: you guys are missing a complete financial opportunity here you know how like the different music mediums are like coming back like plenty sure, of yeah. artists are doing vinyls vinyl. some some artists are even doing cassettes now. really yes logic like vinyl logic and kind Juicy. of makes sense logic and like juice world just well actually because at the time of this like dropping a pipe the end of august like have like cassettes that they're selling of like their albums and yes. whatnot but you know what no one's talking oh, about? okay,
1: I don't like that. That
0: that hurts me like a little bit. Like <laughs> You know what no one's talking about? Laserdisc. If we got in on this ground floor early, we'll bring in, we can be the guys that bring Laserdisc
2: back.
3: That's
0: I don't really idea. know what Laserdisc is because I'm not an old person and this is a show for people in their twenties.
2: <laughs> All I know but, is the people who have Laserdisc enabled machines. Yeah. They're gonna buy everything they can That's just to say point. that they have it. Oh, yeah,
0: all of our listeners that are listening right now that have laser discs, which I'm assuming is 0%. It might um, be one person. Maybe. It could this be a... is
2: for you,
1: Fred. I don't know if your name's Fred, but I'm, I'm taking a shot. It could be our
0: Moscow listener. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a good way to distribute this podcast? Via Laserdisc. Yeah. Yeah, we'll now be selling it. That's
1: like... a great idea. Mm-hmm. Take
0: all the assets from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, we, we... <laughs> being zero. we can remove, <laughs> we can remove all distribution channels Spotify, Obleaker, uh, Radio Public, um, Don't Need them. Anchor. Yeah. Or iTunes, all of them. And instead, let's Stitcher. go straight to Laserdisc.
1: You know, there's a really good episode of Regular Show about the format wars. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so good. Joel McHale um, is a guest uh, voice actor in one, in an episode about it. It's very good. It's a very good episode. I need to check that out. It's such a great show.
0: You guys have any other wonderful advice?
1: Logan, do you have any uh, advice on the best way to spend money?
2: Like just get married.
0: Get married. Get
2: married. <laughs> it's I... Great way to spend money, right? You or, know,
0: a divorce is another great way to get money away from you.
2: <clears throat> that's true. You <laughs> may never get it back, but like legally, be... you have to give them something. Yeah. Usually. Mm. So don't sign a prenup. I think that's the general. Yeah. Don't sign. A prenup.
0: Yeah, prenups are a horrible idea. This
2: is a really different energy than
1: I expected today. <laughs> a bit. Okay. All
0: right. Huh. So. Okay. Now that we finished giving you guys the wonderful advice um, that we just hope you follow all the time. Um, I have a question for you guys. It's a very simple one when it comes to money. Are you a spender or a saver? Both. Yeah?
2: Yeah.
1: I'd say by and large I'm a spender. Mm-hmm. But it's like mostly stuff I'm pretty reluctant to spend on because it's a lot of bills <laughs> and like student loan stuff that is just like kind of makes it nearly impossible to save all that much.
0: I am at a state right now where I am, I'm, I'll, I've always been a spender because that's how I, I grew up. But for the first time in these past few months with this new job that I have, I've been able to save, which has been great. Like I've even kind of like wr- written out like a plan. So even the ability to do it is a privilege in and of itself because mm. you won't always have like a job to go do. I know I like for years I had a job where I couldn't like save. I could only like spend it on like bills and right. maybe like. A fast food or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, here's an easy question that we all have a, like a very yes answer to. If any of you guys struggle with money in your twenties,
2: absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, initially for me, kind of actually starting out in this field, I was really not making a lot at all because it's really all commission based at the start. You've Got to build up a client base, mm-hmm. and for a long time, it, it just didn't have the income I needed to really support myself adequately, you know. So it just took a while to get to where I wanted to be. Is that
0: seen as a a level of status thing for you in your fields? Like if you don't seem like you have money, could that affect
2: Yeah, I definitely want services from you. Yeah. I mean credibility, you gotta look like well presentable and that you know what you're doing. Um, but thankfully I've been very lucky to work with a lot of really great people and mentors that, you know, help me become more confident and Work with people of all ages.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, do you have like a typical like clientele?
2: Pretty much anyone between the ages of twenty and ninety-five. Who mm. is my oldest client? So no ninety-six-year-old, wow. they're out. No, if, <laughs> if you're too old for the Lego box, I actually can't help you. <laughs> the Lego box. That's good. <laughs> um, but no, I just people who actually give a crap about you know either saving or, or wanting to do things for their future. That's really it.
0: I had a a struggle with money over this past year uh, because I was trying to buy a car, but it was kind of a perpetual thing. I had like bills and transportation costs to take care of so I could never like get up the speed to be able to save. So I kind of felt like I was in this like financial hamster wheel. Um, like I was kind of like, I had my life kind of stalled because all I was doing was working, biking to work, and then like going home and like sleeping and then like working again. Um, and I'll be completely honest, it dominated my mindset. Like money can just completely like take over your mindset. Um, it's so, it's so annoying. Uh it's such an annoying thing. Um, it must be nice to be rich.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. And- I'm sh- that's what I've been told. I'm sure, I'm sure they have their own stressors too, but sure. Th- you know, it's like what kind of eggs do they want in the morning or like Yeah. <laughs> how 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 much should I berate my butler? <laughs> just, uh, like what's the level of just insults I should give him today? um <laughs> how much should I berate my butler? Today?
0: <laughs> um I, I don't know. I just when it comes to coin I feel like it's, like, something we all struggle with, like, at our age. Um,
1: it's a two-word phrase. <laughs>
0: what do you mean?
1: Called student loans.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> I couldn't get a car loan because of my student loans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, um, my, for my last year of college, I, uh, this isn't... I guess this would be from my 20s, because that was when I was, like, 20, 21. A little bit, yeah. Um, it's probably from your 20s. From my, uh, <laughs> from my last year of college, that would definitely fall in that jurisdiction, I suppose... I had to, like, I couldn't, my, I'm the youngest of four kids, um, and so because my parents had co-signed for my other siblings when they were Mm. in college, they had taken on too much to co-sign for me as well, um, and so, like, for my last year of college, I had to get, like, uh, a different family member to co-sign my loans for me Mm. so that I could finish out that school year um and i know that that like there are there are a whole litany of other problems with that other people have with with student loans and things like that um so i understand that like you know even being able to like go through and finish is huge but um just it's it was it was a lot especially like you just you wouldn't expect that to be for for uh that to necessarily be a standard that like yeah. It's possible for parents to have too much debt that they that's co signed for them to even be able to co sign for a different like school year. Um, so okay. that was that was fun. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah.
0: Was it that they like I don't know if legal is the right term. Was it that they like were not permitted to cosign
2: because yeah. they could say or was it that they chose not to No, they we-
1: they were not able to.
2: Okay. Like, yeah, there's there's some limit limits, especially on federal loans. More so, private ones. I mean, <laughs> their their terms are generally yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there there's some different stipulations there, and I, I don't foresee that problem going away anytime soon. At least under current administration and just yeah, the way the U.S. is right now.
1: Well, I mean, and just how expensive <clears throat> higher education is too. Yeah, I mean, so. Yeah. yeah.
2: So,
0: um, you mentioned getting. Uh, just a different family member to, like, co-sign you, and it's kind of... For me, it kind of opens the door. How do do I say this? Because I'm not, like, saying it in a way that's, like, intriguing for the podcast. I was not able to get co-signed for college. Yeah. For any of it. Yeah. Um, Because either one of my parents uh, does not make enough money where they could, where it would be responsible for them to do so, and the other one does make money, but when I asked them, they just... She said no, so I'm not close with a lot of like other family, or Sure. because I wasn't really raised around them once I moved yeah. to Pennsylvania. So there have been points in my life where I've had to stop going to school mm-hmm. um, because financially it either wasn't enough, because financially it wasn't enough, and I couldn't get a co signer for like a private loan or something. Right. Um, and Keith, you've known me during those times where I kind of mm-hmm. just like disappeared off the map, yeah, uh, in school, and it was just because. Um, I was always really jealous of people that could get, like, have, like, their parents just, like, oh, yeah, sure, I would, like, sign on that line, and for me, I was, I felt like alien, because it was, like, I thought this is something, like, your parents do for you, it's just, like, like, what's, like, the hassle of it, and, like, I understand it now, like, financially, but it still, like, sucked, because yeah. I felt like I had to put my life on hold a few times, uh, because I couldn't have that extra, like, my family back me up, um... When it came to coin, and I'm not trying to blame them because one of them I completely understand, they just didn't have the money, and the other one I just it kind of felt like a disownment a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just I don't know, it just it kind of felt like a disregard, yeah. Geez. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was Sorry, a little, this was years, ago. it is what it is, I'm just like being real about it, but it almost just within the theme of the episode, it just. I was always jealous of those kids I could get, like, co-signed. Like, every time I would go to financial aid or talk to them about, like, hey, so I was wondering, if there any other programs or anything I could apply for, for, like, student loans or whatever, and the first question out of the gate would always be, well, can you get a co-signer? And I would think, I wonder how many kids' problems are solved easily.
1: Just by saying yes to that question. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, that's... Yeah. That... That's so crazy, because I... So what you're uh, saying to me is I a completely a s- foreign world, mm-hmm.
0: because in my head, you you just said, oh, I just got to go to a different family member, right? right. And then your problem was yeah. solved immediately. Sure. Where I've... I don't yeah. know. It's just, by the way, this isn't me. Like, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, no, I It's just a different of like... I got you. Man, it must be really nice to like just like have that backup, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's... It's crazy to think that... I mean, I... One of my biggest things about like finances and everything is just how expensive college is, and how like almost every workplace is like you need to have a bachelor's and everything. Um, there, there's a lot of that going around right now that I think is gonna be really difficult for our generation. Yeah, um, and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are probably kind of in a similar boat that um, just. The sheer expenses of college are just, they're, they're, we're gonna be dealing with them for the next 10, 20 years, right? right. Or even longer. Or even longer. Uh, could be till, you know, till the, the day I pass from this world.
2: Um, that's like so weird. That can right? stick with you till you die. Yeah, they can, uh, they can actually garnish your wages. If, if what you was can... that like they can season it? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty good <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, they, they put a what little you, salt like pepper on it. <laughs> yeah, some dash. Oregano. <laughs> it's like a little, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, so private loan companies especially, they can garnish your wages from your paycheck before, before you, you get paid. Mean? Like, they take some out before your paycheck hits to cover your student loan payments if you're, like, really far behind. Or, like... Can they do this so without your permission? Uh, yeah, yeah, big time. Legally, yeah. yeah. I think they probably have to send you a notice, but, yeah, they can... So that's another kind of problem that exists within the student loan world, and it's it's that really disappointing. Sucks. Yeah, and Maybe. that that's why obviously it's, it's preferable to get federal loans if at all possible because there's more protections. Is but this you gotta private loan companies could, that could do this? Yeah, I think oh, okay. I think technically the federal government can too, but again, there's more leeway due to the, the way they're set up. There's That's not so salt. I would much rather salt and pepper, honestly. Yeah, I love salt and to, uh, Or uh, everything yeah. bagel seasoning. Oh, you never shot. had that stuff? Oh my gosh, man! Maybe, maybe
0: like chop up some like uh, some jalapeno <laughs> Can I just say before we, uh, there are so
1: many things that I wish I knew about loans before I went to college, and like so I'm a I'm a teacher, um, and I, I wish I had known about the public service loan forgiveness thing before I went to college because I never would have gone for private loans. Um, My father was in you went for private loans. My father was in the military. Mm -hmm. um, And so through uh, USAA, we can get like, I don't know if we can say the company or not, but if we need to, we can blur it out. Um, But through there, there's they're like, oh, we have these really low interest loans that you can get. And so um, so that was what I went through for most of my school loans. If I had known about public service loan forgiveness, I would have just gone all federal because all of that can be forgiven if you spend ten years making payments.
2: Right, and, and the other thing to keep in mind in that is that there are some specific filing requirements yeah. for that program, and it—I think that's actually going away for a lot of people as well. It
1: is, but you can get grandfathered into it if you are if if you are in like I think as far mm-hmm. as I know, if you're in public service, this is this is a good PSA for you. Yeah. Um, do your filing for that for sure I need to get on that too Um, but if it is going away you could potentially still maybe get grandfathered into it
2: possibly and there's some good third party companies that can actually walk through that process and file things for you the right way which I can chat about later if that's of interest
0: here's a question isn't it kind of effed up how okay and maybe I'm just looking at this from like Uh, not the right perspective but you're like 18 uh, uh, typically Mm -hmm. you're 18 19 going into college your parents have for a couple years if in in let's just go let's go the traditional like route because this is how my parents were they were like bugging me about college sorry let me rephrase this my parent was bugging me about college for a couple years i'm just a 15 16 17 year old weeb (laughs) who's barely like paying attention (laughs) barely paying attention And, like, doesn't want to be bothered with all that, like, stuff. It took me a while to kind of get my, like, head on straight about it. And I know some other kids, like, are able to be more, like, focused about it. But, like, I wasn't one of those kids that was able to be, like, focused about, like... I didn't know what kind of college I wanted to go to Mm -hmm. when I was, like, 18. When you're 18, you don't know. There is so... Because of my alien, there's there is so much the world has not got a chance to like tell you. So, <laughs> I'm <laughs> com. steaming over here. I'm just so, like, uh, the idea that like geez. someone asks you just because you're 18 to sign like a bunch of loan paperwork and stuff, and you have literally no idea what you're signing up for.
2: No, we
0: it take... just it feels messed up because I didn't know what I was signing up for when I went to college. That I was like signing up for this commitment of like 20 years and yeah they may explain it to you but like you don't understand the ramifications until you really have like gotten some like life experience right. some years yeah i know i'm like preaching to the choir and right. like our listeners are in the 20s and who feel like probably the same and like that it's just kind of like weird that we're just stuck with this and it's great yes but also you could have the opposite side of the coin be like we chose to take on this responsibility we sure. should have been more focused and that is a good point but you're also 18
1: yeah and you know what? I hate that now. There's a narrative of people that are like pretty much gaslighting our entire generation, saying, "Well, you should have gone to a trade school. You should have gone to community college for two years, and then transferred to a private institution." See, like, I did the latter. Right, and that, I and, still have great. a pre-
0: a bunch of debt.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing for me that, that that like really steams me about that is that like I could have taken those options, but no one was talking about that t- with me when I was in high school.
3: Typically, like, people who say that have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Pardon my language. Shh. No, no, it's fine. It, it's, it, it's a lack li- of empathy. Li- literally. Like, I found that people who, like, t- tend to give that type of advice have no clue what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, hey, sure. Like hey, go go to, like you said, like, you took the latter route. Yeah. Well, okay. Two years, say, it hack. Well, that's, like, I don't want to say, like, $700 a, cl- a class, right? Okay, so if you're going, well, we'll just say that as an average. Yeah, sure. Okay, so if you're taking four classes a semester, that's $2,800, okay? If you're doing that for... Let's say that's four times four. Okay, right there is over ten thousand dollars. It Like, would that'd be like what around eleven thousand dollars? Where about? Roundabouts after you tack on other yeah cost. Sure. Right, and that's not even that's that's. And that's just at the, the
2: community college.
3: That's not if you transfer over to anywhere
2: else. And right. you're not even talking about books. You're not even
1: talking mm-hmm. about any supplies. Kind of none of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Meal hold plans. On. Housing. Hold yeah. on, because
0: I want to. I want to. I want to like centralize this right now because. We're all kind of heated because we all Ooh. we all <laughs> we've all like No 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 We right- so many some
2: baby aspirin so <laughs> down here. Okay, no no
0: you righteous we are but we are all a little okay, I can feel it. How do I say this? Um there is
1: It's not just about student loans that we want to talk about today. We want to talk about like personal finance in general. Yeah,
0: when you're in your twenties is you are still so much figuring it out absolutely Mm. i just turned 27 a couple of months ago and for this is the second time in my life that for more than a couple of weeks that i felt like i've had some type of financial security i got like sometime during the pandemic i got a new job and i kind of got my life in a little bit better like track i got like a car and it like like for the past couple months i feel like i've had some sort of stability, my mental health's been a lot better. It's really interesting how the minute you get your money a little bit right, your mental health is kind of like cleared up just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. My money's not perfect. I still have like debt and other things, but I can at least not worry about how I'm going to pay my rent. Right. Um, I had this like during one other period three years ago. Where I had like a a full time gig while I was like uh, waiting to go back to school for a few months, and I was like good financially. And I don't know how other people's experience in the 20s is. I mean, it's such like a common thing for us to say that we're like broke at like different points in like periods or whatever. So maybe in your 30s, this is like easier and stuff. But I don't. it can be hard. It can be a hard, annoying, frustrating part of your life. And there's stuff that like you're being taken advantage of that you don't yet know. And sometimes for some people, they can have all the right information at their service and at their feet. But sure. they might not be in the right state of mind. They may not be in the right state of their life where, to be honest, they are either ready to hear it or they're able to put it into action. And I'm not saying that's necessarily someone's fault. I'm saying it is understandable that we kind of have gotten sandbagged yeah. a bit.
1: I feel yeah. like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Yeah. If you guys have anything to add, um, I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. But, um, it's a podcast, man. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like the one of the problems with our system is that, like you were saying, you take these 18-year-old kids that have done for most for the most part have not done a whole lot to have to like provide for themselves you go from zero to like 1000 miles per hour where it's like okay you had just finished college um you had a meal plan you had all of this stuff now we haven't taught you how to budget anything but you're going to go pay for rent you're going to if you get a car you're going to get car payments every month now you're going to be having like having to budget for food and it's just like a whole new world where you're just like i know literally nothing this is awesome
0: like for me my transition from like 18 to now money wise was starting out okay so i graduated high school I'm still living at home but i'm like going to community college by the way i will say that if anyone has the opportunity to do that to get like some classes kind of figure out what they want to do i cannot <laughs> recommend the community college and then maybe transferring route enough i know i saved at least Half of like what I'll be having student loans by like doing that, and I feel like we're kind of focused a lot around like college right now. Mm-hmm, sure, uh, but that's not everybody's experience. But also, it, it it is what it is. Um, but for me, it was like my I remember because my uh, my parent that I was living with when I was seventeen. I hadn't graduated high school yet. I was maybe about the middle of my senior year. Early, I had to start paying rent. Mm. Seventeen, not 18, 17. That's sure. weird, right? That's, yeah, that's uh, weird. That's a, that's, a, that's a little weird. Weird. Um. Didn't really make a lot of money. At the first, I was working like three hours a week at a library. Um, Wasn't really making a ton of coin, but had to pay rent. Um, That wasn't funny. No. And so it started like that was kind of my first expense, but it was an expense I couldn't make because I didn't have, I didn't have rent. I was also like still going to school. Mm -hmm. It was that and then I needed a bus pass because for the first couple of years I didn't have a car. So I like would take the bus to get to school and work and my cell phone. So those are my first three like bills that I remember like having, and slowly it gets like more and more. When I got a car, you have your—I had my car paid off, so it was car insurance, and then you have your—I'm uh, forgetting my other bills. I don't know; they don't, all just come out of my account now. Who knows? But basically, <laughs> there's no point where you are able to be like, "Well, now that that's paid off, I'm never gonna have another bill again." No, you just get more and more.
2: And Things more. start to accumulate yeah. in your life, or there's stuff you didn't realize you needed well, this has been really lovely just venting about money. (laughs) 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 Well, I I think it goes back to being good for our mental health in some ways. Because really, your mental health, that is the basis for a lot of other things that happen in your life, whether that's your performance at work Mm -hmm. or personal relationships, just quality of life in general. Like, money is one of the biggest stressors in marriages, just really anything. I so, remember that it was in yeah. uh, one of my
0: business classes I took last year and you you might have taken the same class I can't remember which one it was but they mentioned um, they mentioned like people at work will have like, far less stress if they're not exactly worried about like how they're going to be able to like pay their bills mm-hmm. so you will get a much interesting better performance and productivity out of a coworker that doesn't have to think oh am I going to be able to like work an extra 30 hours this week so that I can make sure that I can get enough money to like... um, Feed their children. Put my kid in daycare or something like that. Yeah. Like, the minute that you kind of have that a little bit under wraps and your employees are like paid well, you will get a whole different type of performance. As long as they're not arrogant or whatever. But I know that I'm much more happy doing my job because I feel like I am being listened to. I feel like I'm essential. I'm using my brain, being taken into consideration. And I'm being paid for like what I'm like providing. Didn't feel that with the job that I had beforehand. And I went into that workplace every day angry mm-hmm. frustrated stressed out for this like whole past year sure um, okay. do you guys want to take a quick break
2: I'm feeling good I'm yeah nervous. yeah,
1: um, yeah. I, if that's what we got for the first part I could take a break
0: well guys thank you very much for listening to us complain about money and student loans <laughs> for 30 minutes we're gonna take a quick break and you're gonna hear um, well you know, Some of you know here on the show, we don't actually have any sponsors or any people to uh, Yet. represent us. Right. But, um, but listen. So, so we, we create our own, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, this ad is 110%. It's, it's and so Listen,
1: ri- if you are a company that wants your product to be advertised by professionals. Oh my God on a podcast, you don't have to do then this. look no further. Stop. <laughs> the, the audio medium that we create, oh this god. tapestry we weave oh in our fake ads, it could be yours. Oh my god. So gonna be on LaserDisc. <laughs> 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 we'll,
0: we'll be back in a moment, guys. With a fake ad. Is is this thing on? Oh, okay. Hello. My name is Mr. Wasteland, and I'm not sure how much time I have left on this Instagram Live. Hello. I I, I have iris, indisputable evidence that money does indeed. Is gro- anybody home? Evidence that money does grow on trees. J- just a second. People will try to tell you otherwise, and they'll try to silence you. Hi, my name is Paul from the Illuminati. They, they will try to tell you otherwise, but money does grow trees. I'm coming in. When I was five years old, on my da- count down. When I was five years five, old, my dad took me in the four, backyard, and there was a tree three, with money taped two, to the trees That is the evidence. All right, one, here we go. That money doesn't grow on
2: trees. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm always remembers. Beverage Farm always remembers, but that doesn't mean that you have to. Perhaps try our Pepperidge Farm farmhouse cookies baked with care and elegance and passion that goes into everything we bake. Or perhaps try our Milano cookies that'll wipe your memory clean,
3: just like my (laughs) ex-wife and our divorce. These are the ramblings of an incoherent madman. Do you not believe these lies and hearsay? Pepperidge Farm does not sponsor this message.
0: Welcome back to the Team Trashcast. Um, everything is fine. <laughs> this is everything fine. Everything is fine. I am your normal host, Mr. Wasteland. It is time
3: to get into the. He is our normal, happy host, and he does as he's told.
0: Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I'm normal, your normal happy It puts the lotion t- on its skin.
3: <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is reminiscent of that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward becomes like almost non-compliant with like the new manager. Manager's like, oh, you know what we do with uh, co-workers who are, who are non-compliant, right? He goes oh, what, are you going to pat my hand and say, no, you can't do that? And he goes, oh, no. He goes, oh, no, you have to see uh, so-and-so over there. And it's like this big, like, muscular bodybuilder. And he, like, punches his hand. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I've seen that episode. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube.
1: Okay. I'll check it out. Okay.
0: Man,
1: SpongeBob is so good. I love... <laughs>
0: let's, let's also not take uh, Let's also not forget that Bone's last episode uh, insulted the
1: Greatness. Yes. Oh, SpongeBob? Yes. yes. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Literally, she said, if this is going to be a whole night of SpongeBob quotes, I'm leaving. Uh, granted, she did finish you the know podcast. What? Hmm.
1: In the spirit of SpongeBob continuity, I think yeah. I need oh to change God. one of my items on six-pack. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. I
2: actually, when I went to Comic-Con, I was able to go to a panel with Squidward's voice actor. Oh, cool. that's amazing. You brought her so, so cool, yeah. Was he selling
0: pictures of bold and brass? <laughs>
2: No. More no. like belongs in the trash.
1: He was, he was so cool. He seems it like he would be like one of the coolest people.
0: Well, let's get to the next segment. All right. I am your normal happy host here. Uh, to we, we might cut all that out. I don't know. Um, or we won't. Who knows?
1: And that statement is very off-putting now. Or you,
0: or I could even edit out me saying that we'll edit it out. Whoa! It's we can take altitudes It's time for another segment. We're going to do six-pack. Six-pack, six-pack, six-pack. And this week's six-pack is either going to be your favorite things to buy or your favorite things that you've purchased. So in this segment, you give your top six of those favorite things, but you only get 36 seconds to explain it. You can do no defending of it in any latter parts of the episode. Once it is said, it is finite. All right. Let's break into it. Who wants to go first? I got it. Dr. Compost. Why are you saying your own name?
1: I because I just wanted to make sure that the listener could hear, could could differentiate. You know, we all sound so similar. We sound
0: very di- different. Nah, nah,
1: nah, nah. Wait. Okay, so here we go. My top six: it is food, running shoes, workout clothes, video games, instruments, and instrument peripherals.
0: All right, timer starting. Yeah.
1: Okay, so food, obviously, you gotta eat. Running shoes, I really like uh, when you have a like variety of running shoes for like trail running, road running, all that good stuff. It makes you feel better in different surfaces. Workout clothes, because you gotta feel good when you're getting your pump on, right? So, uh, you know, video games. I only like buying video games if they are worth it. Uh, So, like, I'm trying not to buy unfinished stuff or stuff that like. I need uh you know to buy dlc for and stuff although sometimes the dlc is good too instruments i've bought a few guitars and a saxophone my saxophone that i play professionally it's great and instrument peripherals that's like guitar pedals and chords and Times.
0: you went poorly no i i, I said everything <laughs> i wanted to say yeah yeah you were point three nine seconds over sir mm. i'm giving a very disapproving look you guys Okay. I'm unaffected.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, it doesn't this have is, an This is Pokemon. Yes, Pokemon that's <laughs> it. It's not very effective. Doctor
1: Compost is not effective. It is not effective.
0: Do you want to do my... Yeah. I can okay. do.
1: I can do it now since I've already gone. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sure. So, if that's okay with everybody else.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I'm uh, gonna go ahead and do mine. All right. This is Mr. Wasteland, your happy host, who is very normal. 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 What is let me just, uh, normal? Let me just
1: adjust. Normal. Let me just do a
0: little quick... Normal.
1: Adjusting. There we go. Okay.
0: It's time for me to do my six-pack. <clears throat> okay. My favorite things that I've bought or my favorite things to buy. The album Because the Internet by Childish Gambino. My Nintendo 3DS. Clothing. Ingredients for recipes. Uh, big fancy meals. And... Shoes. This is my way to start the timer. Starting now. Shoes and clothes. I love fashion. I love the way I can present myself uh, and express myself via style. Recipes for ingredients. It helps me feel like I'm kind of like getting items for like like going on a quest to like get items, and the big goal is like the recipe, and it feels really nice to accomplish that. My Nintendo 3DS. Don't need to explain that because the internet is uh, my favorite album of all time, and I love buying CDs. Time. That's pretty good. That's yeah. like twenty-four seconds. I did not have that prepared. <laughs> nice. Very good. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, doc, uh Wait. Oh Captain yeah, we,
1: are, we haven't Captain, said we haven't said his name. We the haven't said time. his name since the, we nicknamed
2: him Captain Kerpside. <laughs> Captain yep, a, a, A.K.A. Uh, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm ready to to get the six pack on. Yeah. 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 All right. To be honest, we should do
1: this while doing crunches.
0: Well, you realize six
2: pack was referring to like a six. Pack,
0: pack of of beer. like beer, well, or like the the contain like yeah, the container, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. which is that trash itself.
2: Oh my god, that's great! Yeah, no, it's Man, all you guys really put a lot of thought into this podcast.
1: No, do you remember no,
2: how this was just true. a bit I used to do in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> cool. And we fully built a show around it. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, Thank Let's you. go. Thank all right, uh, so six of my favorite purchases: uh, watch, watches, nice clothes, office chair, uh, rocket book, notebook, Costco membership and a picture with Jeff Goldblum. What? Huh.
1: Yeah, yeah I'd surprise. be mad if that weren't on your top six. Okay. Yeah, are you so ready? I, yeah, I'm ready to go. Right. A couple surprises in there. Starting
2: now. Yeah, so I love watches. Just the concept is a men's accessory, and just telling time, my current watch is uh, atomically accurate, so it syncs to the atomic clock. I just love that fat feeling of power. Uh, second best one, probably my office chair, because at work I sit a lot, and it's Really comfortable. Costco membership, the return policy, really awesome. A lot of great deals. And my picture with Jeff Goldblum was just the happiest moment of my life. He, like, patted me on the back, and, like, and his voice just was like, hey. Like, <laughs> it was wonderful. That's really it. That's all I wanted to say.
1: That's fantastic. 34 seconds. Ooh, I was hey, like, yeah, yo, like, really nice. two seconds, let to spend on that. That's good. But
0: so, Jeff Goldblum. But it comes to say you are allowed to react to the people's, like, list and if there's something on there that we don't know we can ask you to explain what that thing is for sure so i'll be honest i've known you for a few years now the costco
2: membership it was the most shocking item on there for me i was very surprised by that yeah so my girlfriend's family they shop there all the time mm-hmm. and i was like you know it is really nice here yeah so i figured i'd give it a shot and honestly i've gotten my money back for the cost of the membership like Actually, i can buy everything in bulk that i need to their return policy. Anytime we've had a problem with anything, no questions asked. i refunded. Awesome. I've actually
0: never been to right. a Costco before. There's one in Harrisburg. No, I know that. I used to work right near that one. Right. I just, uh I never like got the membership. Um I, I
1: bet there's one on the Carlisle or on, oof, on the Pike too.
0: I would if when I'm like maybe in the, like a little higher tax bracket, I wouldn't mind doing the whole buy in bulk thing. It seems like a very good like yeah. purpose, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for sure, for sure, for
0: sure, for sure. I remember when you got back from that weekend that you met jeff goldblum yeah
1: <laughs> was i just like a child you were just elated that yeah. so cool like yeah. he has a show on disney plus yeah and it, it's, it's just... so cool because it's just him
2: talking about
1: interesting stuff yeah it's <laughs> it's great it's wonderful
0: all right so we're going to get a little bit more serious for this part of the show um since uh, Keith does work in the world of finance and we got a chance to kind of complain about things that frustrate us financially yeah. in our 20s got we, my stuff out the way <laughs> <laughs> man i you got so intense <laughs> which is fine um but we thought it could be really helpful um if if he could provide us like some good like financial tips um and if i can qualify not everybody is always in the states to like try something different because sometimes poor people mm-hmm. are too donald glover once said like poor pre, poor people are too busy being poor to try to save money or try to like work stuff up but you are in a very similar situation in terms of your age and that you have like you're in your 20s and you also are figuring things out mm-hmm. so um from that perspective uh, i thought it'd be really dope if you had any like financial tips to share for people out our
2: H. Yeah, so I have really just a one-pager here at any time. Just stop, ask for clarity on any points. Sick. make this a nice open discussion here. Mm -hmm.
1: I love reserving the right Uh, to interrupt people. Very (laughs) good. Well, I'm giving it to you freely. No reservations required. Sick. Sick.
2: Um, So I really just outlined kind of like a few key areas that I see a lot of people either struggle with or if they were able to implement these, you know, just the quality of life and everything would be a little bit easier, better. However you want to word that. Um, so the first first kind of section I thought about was like credit, um, and just utilization of it, like checking your credit reports. I think is is pretty big, yeah. Because your credit, you know, gives you the ability to obviously finance different things in your life, you know, as your needs change, whether that's a house, vehicle, college, like all of that stuff. Um, and so you can you can request free credit reports. Uh, I I think up to three per year through the different reporting agencies. I recommend people do that at least annually to check for discrepancies. Sometimes people with similar names, like their credit might be mixed up with another person with the same name. You want to make sure that everything looks like it's tied to you. Is that the
0: same as a FICO score? Because I used to have a a credit card um, and they would show me like I could get like Like, I think it was an unofficial credit report or unofficial Mm -hmm. FICO score when I was, like, on my website, like, paying my bill. Um, And it would, like, at the time, it was, at one point it was good, at one point it was not very good. Um, But uh, it would kind of say what it was was unofficially until, like, is that kind of, like, the same thing as, like, looking up your credit
2: kind of yeah i think the fico score is almost like a conglomeration of a lot of the different reporting agencies it mm-hmm. spits out that kind of projected number which obviously the higher the better but just good to go in there actually dig into the details and figure out if there's any discrepancies so you can alert the agencies and they can modify or remove it so your score isn't you know negatively impacted cool, cool.
0: at um the age in our mid-20s what's a, a decent not terrible score to have like what's like a good like
2: Average I store. would say anything above six hundred is is respectful. So mm-hmm. I like,
0: yeah. I always thought it was like seven twenty or something.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you get in the seven hundreds, you're you're doing pretty well. I would consider that like excellent credit. I think mm-hmm. mine's about like seven sixty or something. And most oh, of that, wow. most of that's because Dang, I actually started credit cards and stuff much later in life than I should have. Mm-hmm. So the age of my credit, the overall age, is not long enough. So, you know, I, I'd recommend it. at least everybody have one credit card that they can use, even if it's once or twice a month, Yeah. early on that they get comfortable with having and can help build that credit out further.
0: That's always, I, I, I think I did that at a point where I was like, I had the money to do it, but mm-hmm. then I ran into a situation where I didn't have as much money to pay it back until then I kind of got in just like a bad spot. Right. Um. Where, like, now I can actually, like, work on it and take care of it, but it was, like, cool for a while, because I was like, all right, cool, I can, like, pay this bill and everything, but now... Uh, no, but, like, for a while, it was very much like, ooh, this is this is tough.
2: Yeah. To and and just, just like, like anything, it, it's a tool, like, it's all in how you use it, and the people... Wait, that... are you saying,
0: it's in the way
2: that... no no no. but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of the trouble that people can sometimes get into, and, and sometimes it's unintentional just due to things that happen in life, but over leveraging their credit, like really just racking up debt, financing vacations and frivolous expenses, or just trying to keep up with, with appearances, mm-hmm. I think can really drive people's use up and uh, you know negatively impact them when now they have this other source of debt that, that's looming over their head.
0: That could be my thing. It's like the whole like keeping up appearances thing is like the, like maybe going on a date that I have no business financially like going on yeah. or like filling a party and kind of going a little over budget than I like might plan for. That's that's where I mess up a little bit. Yeah. And, and,
2: and I think for people our age, it's... You, you, you have to be adults about it, right? If you're going on a date, I, I wouldn't mind splitting the check with somebody. Like having sure. an open, honest discussion. And that's something... That I think partners should do in general mm-hmm. um, is talk about money because it can be a very uncomfortable subject for a lot of people, either due to the way that they were raised or because of the frustration that it's yeah. caused. But it helps for get sure. it out there, and you can understand where the other person's coming from in the relationship with it. Yeah,
1: my my girlfriend and I were actually like literally an hour before everybody got here. We were coming back from uh, like biking with her mom, and we were having we were talking about like money stuff and it was like I was just like the whole time I'm just like internally screaming for the same reason yeah. that I was literally screaming here so yeah. yeah it's a yeah
2: it's a lot definitely but um yeah and, and in terms of like just credit and debt in general if you're trying to kind of tackle that it's a good idea to aim for the higher interest rate debt first that's going to be more oh. more expensive over the long run that's a mm. really like good point. you could you could have something with a small balance right um but a very high interest rate and just that stuff is going to be much more inefficient long sure. term so
1: so question for you
2: yeah um i know a lot
1: of my friends that have like that have uh kind of subscribed to like i think dave ramsey mm-hmm. the school of thought on like debt snowball um, I don't see how uh, is that, is, would that idea be like helpful for somebody our age, debt snowball I,
2: I think that's so, okay. honestly I, I love Dave Ramsey's approach to tackling debt, I don't necessarily Do agree would... with all of his thoughts on sure. on finance but yeah I mean living living life without all that debt looming over you is, is freeing in a lot of ways sure. and I think it, when people can really navigate that um, by using some of those approaches that's the,
1: helpful The big thing about it, so to explain what I meant by debt snowball is like you pay off something and then you take the money that you were putting towards that payment. And then just instead of like adding that into your budget, you just direct it towards something else, like a different loan or a different, like if it's credit card, if it's um, anything that you need to pay off. So that way, like I I did, I, so I did that or am doing that with, like, one of my student loans, I had, like, a small loan, and so now I've added that payment from that loan to my car payment every mm-hmm. month, and so, like, I'm seeing that, affecting that payment, like, it's all it was at, like, um, it was at, like, the mid-200s, and now it's, like, low-200s, so yeah. I'm just, like, wow, that's really cool, and that was only from, like, a year of doing it, um, yeah. and, it, it like, so it's neat to see how that kind of stuff can just, kind of,
2: yeah, that cumulative effect over time is so impactful, like, you're, you're setting yourself up for a better future by doing stuff like that so I'm glad you brought that up thanks yeah um and so kind of the next section there I mean we can talk about other credit stuff later if you guys have other questions but kind of like the savings portion um I think a lot of people would benefit by um setting up like a high yield savings account and what I mean by that is uh typically the interest rates that banks provide on on savings is Minimal at best, especially if you have just a brick-and-mortar institution. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of online banks, especially, that really just minimize their costs of operation and pass that savings on to you by having higher interest rates. So your growth of your money is it's going to be better long-term.
0: Do high interest rates banks even exist anymore?
2: Yeah, surprisingly. That is, um, sorry, extremely intriguing. Yeah. Do you have any examples? So I use Barclays uh online bank and there i think like a vacation spot <laughs> in new york or something it, it might be but i um, use maldives uh, <laughs> um, i, I have, use i it. use
0: sandalich jamaica yeah um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um so i think my current interest rate with them it was initially like 1.9 percent mm-hmm. Jeez. uh and it i think so right now we are in a, a historically low interest rate environment which i'll talk about the impacts on that later but a lot of people are dropping their rates in a lot of ways. So I think now it's like 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7. But guess, go ahead. Do you
0: remember when in the 90s your parents would like explain interest to you as in like, well, let's say you have a dollar and then 5%, uh, you know, like they would explain the whole like 5% like you get like an extra nickel. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so I'll go to a bank and I and invest and I'll get 5% interest rates. And th- that's a myth. yeah Yeah, no it is is most most banks yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) but like even the first bank i went to it was just like a local bank because i didn't know anything else i was 14 15 setting this up um i think it's like one tenth of a percent yeah that they pay and that's how most banks are and people don't realize that there's better options out there so i mean do your own research. I personally like Barclays. They're super easy to use. Is that an yeah. online bank? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um So I recommend checking that out. Um, and in terms of actually, you know, setting aside savings, my normal recommendation for clients is having between three to six months of your uh, expenses kind of set aside as a safety net in a, in a savings that could, type bucket. That in and of itself could take some people some work if they're in like a lower... Absolutely, okay. and like again for me that would take. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. Take a bit. It, it's great if you have the capability to do it, but you gotta you gotta work up to that. Yeah. Sure. Right, because especially with COVID kind of affecting a lot of people, whether that was temporary work furloughs or other things, it, it's tight for a lot of people right now. Especially if they didn't have anything in place to draw from.
0: Do you have any like COVID financial tips? Because you've had to like advised during this time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, initially a lot of my clients were scared, uh, due to the drop in performance of their investments because the stock market, you know, had, had some dips, especially early on, it's starting to recover. But, um, that was the big fear initially, like people getting close to retirement or, you know, just younger people who it's their first time investing. They were like, Oh crap, I lost money. I'm scared. Right. And usually, fear tends to drive illogical decisions and so my job is really managing the expectations moving forward and kind of giving people historical context for these things and then figuring out okay what do we want to do from here should we move to some more conservative allocations maybe you aren't as aggressive of an investor as, as you thought you were Everybody has a different risk tolerance. Sure. My mom always
0: used to just tell me like don't spend outside of your means. And even yeah. that sometimes is it a tough, tough temptation to resist, honestly.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I mean that's that's a good general rule of thumb, but it's also not not easy for a lot of Americans especially exactly. like we don't have the social uh, support systems that other countries have either due to their lower population where they can more effectively implement it or just easier regulations. Um so, yeah, I mean, save what you can, yeah. really. If, if you can. If you can. Yeah. All right. And the kind of breakdown that I have for, like, a good allocation of money is about 50 to 60% of your income going towards needs. So that's bills, food, transport, the necessities. Mm-hmm. About the other huh. 20 to 30% going towards your wants, hobbies, travel, fun. Um, that's a good cool you know, However however you want to allocate that. And then the other 20% usually is towards future you. So that's retirement contributions or savings or other vehicles that are ultimately going to let you live a better financially sound life yeah. moving forward. Hmm. Um, I like that breakdown. That's good. Yeah. So feel free to steal that. Play around with the percentages. Again, it's not realistic for everybody to just... Sure. Like, some people's fixed expenses might be 80% of their budget. Do you know what like I... Pay or... Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> yeah,
0: millennials. Mine you. used to be like a uh, 110% of mine. Right. <laughs> used to be. Um, okay. Um, before we got on to our, our, our last segment, did you have any last, like, uh, parting things about like positive money stuff?
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I have a few other other general tips here I can just touch on sure quick, that sounds then, good we won't um,
1: interrupt you for these ones unless there's something that we really need to okay clarify. that sounds
2: good um, I would say the the other big thing max out retirement contributions if you have it through work at least up to the company match
0: oh yeah if your company if you've been working for your company long enough even if you don't understand the implications but they offer it's like they mentioned, like oh yeah you could get a 401k if they maybe mentioned that orientation and you forgot about that mm-hmm. if you've worked in a place for at least what like maybe six months to a year yeah Ask about it because usually it's super simple to enroll. Like it usually doesn't require any much on your part and usually you won't even miss the money. Mm -hmm. But if you're young, one of the best tips I ever got from a professor was like try to get a 401k as early as possible. And Like I have two jobs right now and like I don't even understand like all this stuff like where I'm going to get the money when it's like done. But they made it really easy for me to enroll. One did it automatically when I started and the other one. I just had to, like, ask about it. And I kind of, like, missed out on, like, a year of, like, income that could have just, like, went into it. And I didn't make a lot from this job. I maybe worked maybe 20 hours over a couple of weeks with them. But even with this, like, secondary job, a little bit of my money goes right into my 401k that, over time, you know, yeah, um, that could, like, yield good like when I go to
2: retire or whatever. Absolutely. And the big thing is try not to draw from any of that stuff before 59 and a half.
3: Because you're tax-heavy. It's tax-free tax tax unless you pull out of it and then, you're, then you get fucked really bad. Do you like, know what the... um 25% is how much you get taxed. So if you have 10 grand sitting there, you're going to lose $2,500. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. 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 So wait, is it over the gross
3: or the amount you're trying to take out? <laughs> no, if you take out of it, period, that's how much you're getting taxed. So if you take out, say, a thousand dollars from ten grand, you're gonna get charged twenty-five percent of it would be ten or nine grand then would be left.
2: Essentially, yeah. So and you get taxed
3: twenty-five percent of whatever's left. And that just
2: that'll go to the government. Yep. Right. Yay. Um, Yay. Yay.
3: the people who don't need it, Yep. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And then uh, in terms of like what I use to like map out my budget and expenses, I use the app Mint. Um oh, it's I heard the it. online platform you can plug in all your accounts it's so awesome because i can just check that for the most part and everything i need is there mm-hmm. so i you know recommend uh doing that looking at services for products you pay for too but don't use like subscriptions or old stuff consider canceling those if yeah. you're not utilizing them because that's really... just like a money kind of gap you know it's okay but um yeah i mean understand and review like your insurance coverage too that's big whether that's your auto coverage or life insurance other stuff through work that's normally what I do for people like portfolio reviews include that kind of stuff as well mm-hmm. um, and beyond that I mean consider working with a planner or somebody who has an objective view to just help you map things out and put a plan together to help you achieve your financial goals whatever they are mm-hmm. that's big picture um, what I got for you guys So any other questions or
0: no. no that was, that was yeah. some really good that was some really good stuff
2: yeah seriously yeah. thank you oh yeah. and student loans Sure. because interest rates are so low now is the time to look at refinancing if that's of interest and that's, <laughs> something, that's something that I do I, I, to wanted, have to
1: <laughs> I wanted to refinance mine a few years ago mm. um, but again I need a co-signer and my parents can't do it because they have too much from my other siblings too so
2: yeah, gotcha. I might be able to get some resources together over to you that might
1: oh help cool. with it. So sick. Yeah, no, tight. Thank you. That'd
0: be course. so good.
1: Yeah, I can <laughs> tell
2: it is clearly affecting yep. your <laughs> mental health a little bit. <laughs> the listeners cannot so see, cool. but the reaction
0: we're getting out of Tundra Compost is unlike many others. <laughs> um, God, do you, do you need like a like a? Like I need a paper bag. Do you need like a big like brown an paper bag or something? Bag. My gosh. Like, okay, Captain um, said. <laughs> AKA Keith Russell. Thank you very much for sharing those uh, those tips for us. Um, At the end of the show, you guys can hear uh, ways that you can uh, reach out to Keith if you have any questions um, or you might be able to uh, enlist the services. Are you also currently doing remote services?
2: Yeah, so actually most of my meetings are over phone or via Zoom. Yeah. I don't meet with a lot of clients. So someone wouldn't
0: even have to be in the same area as you to... No, I, I
2: work in about 30 different states actually. I have yeah. licenses that's really cool. in a lot of places. So. I'm sure this
1: is also potentially a really interesting time to have your position mm-hmm. because like if you're doing that over Zoom, you know, that's got to be... I mean, I'm not saying like... I'm not saying this in, a, like, a, uh, that's got to be really nice to be able to just, like, kind of meet with people, meet with whoever.
2: Yeah, right? it, it's kind of cool, because you get to meet a lot of really cool people. Sure. So. You're probably also traveling a say. lot less than you were. Oh, big time.
1: Nice. <laughs> your travel expense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost as if we don't need to be in the physical
2: buildings to do our jobs for, like, a whole lot of things. <laughs> kind of weird, right? And Whoa. Like, you can still enjoy work.
0: Okay, yeah. sassy pantses. <laughs> uh, again, this is your podcast with a side of sass. Um... All right, so we to get on to our last se- segment, The Rotten Rex, where we talk about <laughs> recommendations that the hosts gave each other. Yes. From the following, from the previous episode. Yeah. And we break it down a little bit. So last week, actually, no, we'll do the group rec at the end. All right. Uh, so I'm just going to go first. Last week, I got a recommendation from Dr. Compost to watch the Hulu original show Crossing Swords. This is uh-huh. a new show made by the guys who made Robot Chicken. Yep. Um, and I thought I would enjoy it more than I did. And yeah. it was like, had funny parts. But it to me it was just kind of okay. Okay. It was um about this like young kid that's like this nerdy guy who wants to be a knight in like the medieval times. The animation is great. It's like all robot chicken stuff you would expect with like stop motion, but they use like these little not bobblehead guys, but they use these little like wooden figures, um that don't have like hands or stuff. So the animation is great. Like I can't say that it's not. It's really good. Sure. It must take them forever to do this. In terms of like the actual story, once you actually, you get done seeing like how much time it took him to do this, I'll be honest, I felt the writing fell a little short. So it wasn't bad. Um, I did not dislike this. I just know that I'm not really going to watch another episode. It wasn't bad to sit there. I was just kind of bored a little bit. Sure. Um, It's so my rec for you for next week. Uh, as we know here on the show, the rotten recs are never things that we want someone to hate. I mean, it could be. But they usually are. <laughs> it's just something we want the others like to try. dental procedures. Stop it. Um, <laughs> so um, this week, uh, I need to give a recommendation to Dr. Compost. And this is... I'm going to go a little outside the box for you. All right. I'm scared. If you're able to do this. So okay. if you're not, I, we can cut this out. Sure. But what I want you to do is to spend $25 on something for you. But something atypical would you buy. So I don't mean a figure. Okay. I mean something for yourself that could be good for you. I want you to treat yourself. If you're not, now granted, that's a little, like, it yeah, will, yeah, it'll be a while if we record, but um, I want you to treat yourself to something. I don't know what. It could be just a little thing for you, but I want you to spend, your spending limit is 25 bucks. Okay. So no more
1: than 25 No more than $25. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got you, I got you. Uh, but I want
0: you to treat yourself. But it can't be to like a figure. It can't be to like a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and anything you had on your favorite things to buy list, no. Shoot. But it could be some type of treat yourself way. Okay. If you want to spend more than 25 to get, like, a massage or something, I don't care, but I want you to try to think outside the box on so how you can huh. take care of yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you would like it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, so, how did your rec go for last week?
1: Uh, last week, I was recommended to watch the video of what's uh, traveling with Josh, or exploring with Josh. Um, they were exploring the Conjuring House. Um <laughs> And uh, so they like they got permission from the people who currently live in the house for the Conjuring, um, and I think it's like a video in three parts. Um, I watched the first part of it, which was basically them exploring uh, the house and just kind of sh- showing you like what was inside it and everything. And I actually haven't seen the Conjuring myself. I'm sure if I had s- like seen the movie, I would have been like, "Oh, that's the scene where that ha- or that's the place where like that scene happens." And that would been, re- um, but uh, it's it's really it was. It was interesting to watch them kind of, like, go through it. And, like, they kept the lights out for all of all of the shots and everything. Did the whole night vision thing that yeah. uh, they always do in those shows. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It was like watching Ghost Hunters, but on YouTube. Um, and But they didn't get to, like, the, the ghost stuff. It was basically just, like, them showing you the house. Which I thought was really cool. Because, like, um, they did it pretty much free of any, like, jump scare kind of stuff. You That's know? Cool. Like, uh, there wasn't any of the, like, oh, this is really, really spooky. Or, like, playing it up or anything. Not that... Um, I've only really ever watched one show that was like ghost hunting. It was like uh that was like a it was like an artifact show where they had like the haunted artifacts come in, I think it was on Hulu or something. It was really it was really funny because the guy like plays it up a little bit sometimes, but um it's it's just one when, when uh yeah, but no, I liked it. It was really interesting to see like shots of the house. It looked really spooky, there was a whole bunch of they had like Ouija boards on like the fireplace mm they were a whole bunch of like sp- like spooky dolls and stuff that they were showing in the shots and it was really cool i might i I'd, I'd be tempted to watch like the second part of it it's like uh... cuz that's when they get into i think that's when they get into like seeing like the ghosts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff
3: yeah i think it's like part 2 or th- it's part 2 or 3 that has i think it's part 2 that has the actual like investigation it's, yeah okay. and like where the like the paranormal shit starts happening like gotcha. that's that's the interesting stuff
1: see it's it's interesting to me that i don't know if i told you this before or not ever but like when it comes to scary like spooky stuff the one thing that skis me out more than anything else is ghosts you should not have told um, me that um because <laughs> you're probably right um but like but spooky like i just i don't know what it is i don't know a hundred percent that i Believe in the paranormal um, myself.
0: Um, I believe in Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, dude. Um, what great Scariest games. game ever. Yeah, man, but
1: um, but like, but I always get really spooked out when I go to like a haunted place. Like anytime that like I work in a, in a restaurant that is uh, the the second third second and third floor is apparently haunted, hmm. and like I've been on the second floor late at night and it's just oh like, I know what you're, what you're talking is about. Is it right? Sturgis? no uh uh abc oh, okay yeah um but i've been on like the second floor of it late at night and i'm just like my skin is like crawling it's weird because like it's it is i don't know like what it is because like i ah uh, it's just I, there's there's multitudes there but um so my recommendation for you um for next time uh there's a show that i've been watching a lot this week um it's on netflix and it is... You, you listen to My Chemical Romance. Um, so uh, the show was is adapted from a graphic novel that was written by Gerard Way, who's the lead singer for My Chemical Romance. Um, it's called The Umbrella Academy.
3: I've seen that. I've seen, like, both... Is that the thing with, like, the uh, the superhero? Like the, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Have it's, um, you watched the whole thing? Have you watched... No, it? I've just, like, if I open Netflix, like, it'll be, like, okay. on the top there, or, like, like, most popular or something like that, like, right... Like, Great. currently...
1: So, I want you to watch the first episode. Okay. Um, When you watch the show, there are a lot of questions that are not answered for, like, the first half of the season. Yep. So. That's why I checked out. If you watch the show and you're like, this is interesting, I highly recommend watching the rest of the first season, because it's a banger, but it takes a while to get there. I
3: mean, I I need something new to watch anyway, so, hey, why not?
1: Um, I highly recommend checking it out but you have to at least watch the first episode now so it's fair. well the first episode's good
0: yeah it is. It's, it's, okay. it's definitely good yeah. i watched the first three kind of checked out because i got bored and i was like where is this going then i saw you watching the latter half mm-hmm. and i actually got intrigued and i sat down and watched a movie i was like oh, okay so it picks up but yeah. i haven't like found that thing yet it's maybe been like all right let me go ahead and watch this
1: it it, it it picks up a lot i i really really like the end of the first season so i'm um, excited to get into season two so Lefe, how
3: did you record from last week? Yeah. So you had recommended to me yes, the uh, mm-hmm. Pokemon series Twilight Wings. Yes. <laughs> now I was very like I told you this before, like after I watched it, um, that I was like very nitpicky of anything Pokemon anime before like before I saw Pokemon Origins, which was the thing where they did, like, the whole... Uh, it was, like, like, a four-part miniseries. It was the four-part miniseries where they followed Trainer Red from, like, the Red, Blue, and Yellow games. Oh, so and good. it was so, so good, so good. Because growing up as a kid, I hated how Ash was, like, like the main character, like, for the Pokemon series. And it was, like, if you're so-called, like, the I told you this. I was, like, if you're so-called the best trainer in the world, how come you never level up or evolve your shit? Like, <laughs> like and you said it before yourself, you're, like... The, you're like, the fact that he won half of those battles is completely it's outrageous. Makes no, it's no really sense. It's completely outrageous. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, well, I think if I liked Origins, I might like this. And yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. And they actually came out with an episode seven, I believe, because I watched one through six that you think had recommended, or it was like one through four. Mm-hmm. But I watched the six that they currently had out. And then they come out with a seventh one that's actually like a few days ago yeah. that I had checked out as well. And that one was great too. So. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. So It's just, it's just like different character
0: profiles on like different trainers within uh the, the Gal- Galar the region, region. Yeah, yeah. Like the new Pokemon games. And it's and it oh, it's I love it when Pokemon doesn't focus on Ash and doesn't treat the series like as kiddish as it knows that it is, and it treats your characters as actual like I don't know. It just it, they took it, them it, it, more it, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it didn't. It didn't have to get graphic. It didn't. It, but it just <laughs> treated them as people who had like growth, as opposed to people who are trapped in an anime that like you have to have the same character all the time. That's this cool. is a t- five, ten minute episode so you could do whatever kind of growth you wanted in that thing and kind of take some liberties with it. So is it like
1: Pokemon but for adults?
2: No, no, I wouldn't say no, that. They're I just slugging God, back man. For-
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Talking about being in debt. Yo, <laughs> Pikachu has little like cracks for <laughs> oh, No, 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 that no.
3: doesn't even Whoa. Be that. No, no, no.
0: But uh, like, it'll take like some of the gym leaders and kind of show you like what is their process for like their own personal. It just it's like okay. a character. It's okay. it's like a character profile. That's, yeah, that's cool.
3: Yeah, it gives you like a more like understanding of characters, not just like oh hey, like oh hey, we need to like battle gym leaders and then the Elite Four. Like yeah. I mean, which has has always been a cool concept in itself, but it goes beyond that realm and and gives you a bit more character in depth and shows you like what what. The gym leaders themselves are. It gives them more of a of a. It makes them feel more lifelike. It doesn't yeah, feel like it
0: browns yeah. out. I feel like it kind of like built out the world for me. Honestly, right. And it
3: makes the gym leaders feel more lifelike. It doesn't yeah. make them feel like like oh they're just there as a juxtaposition to a type. Yeah. Of trainer like yeah. like they are ghost type trainer for example like it, because that just makes them a gimmick that exactly. doesn't like make them stand out. So that's, it's very interesting in that way. Yeah. I thought you'd like it. Well, no, I didn't. I knew you knew I you would. I, 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 like, I knew I I knew I nailed this recommendation. Yeah. But
0: what is our last rec for the week, sir? Uh. So
3: if we're going on anything Pokemon, um, this week my recommendation to you is a YouTuber by the name of Leon Hart. it a Pokemon YouTuber. Yes. And I oh, I don't know that one. I've been watching a lot of Pokemon videos. So yeah. You got you got me for a little surprise there. Yeah. Yeah. So just check out one of his. Like, channel, he usually do like Pokemon card like openings and things like that, but he is like a very good personality, I think, that you would like. Okay, so just check out one of his videos and
1: yeah,
0: okay. Uh, I'll text me the name of that guy and then we'll go from there. Okay, I feel like I interrupted you, Dr. Compost.
1: Oh, uh, I was just gonna say that, like, uh, one thing that I actually did appreciate about Sword and Shield, um, that I feel like they did well over any other Pokemon game was that the world felt a little bit more vibrant. Yeah. I don't like, uh, maybe what I mean is that the gym leaders seemed to, to take more of a, like, such, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I I, I, I feel like it's pretty on record that I'm anti
2: Sword and Shield. Um, just really. Square. That's the one that's, like, set in, like, England. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The most recent generation. Gotcha. I
1: feel like the gym leaders were, like, cooler. Like, they. they this generation a was more of ver- them.
0: This generation was more memorable than six and seven were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, by far. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Definitely. Also, the DLC has made it like even more memorable. Like I've actually like a lot more stuff to be built in. But we could talk about Pokemon on another episode. We gotta do a Pokemon episode. We really, oh, we okay. really, yeah. We we have, after after, have, the, after the, the, I mean, we have, have it in <laughs> there. Let's move on, you guys, because um, we're going to make sure that our guests can get out of here soon. In two minutes. All right. So last week we did get a group recommendation from Bones. They told us to. She told us to watch The Shining. Yes. I'm not a horror fan. You guys know this. Yeah. But I actually, I see why it's considered a classic and I see why it's considered good. But I was really happy because I wasn't scared. There was that one disgusting scene. With oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, lady like the in the tub. Yeah, the Lady yeah. in the tub. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Everything else, it was, a, it was chill. Really, it wasn't scary at all. But granted, we also had margaritas and apple crisps. What?
2: What <laughs> like so we were, that were? Yeah. Has got to relax you. Oh no no, it was it was a lovely evening. It <laughs> was a
1: really interesting pairing. I'll I'll will t- tell you what. Yeah yeah. Now I really um so I appreciated like the movie the movie was so beautifully shot. I mean oh his, absolutely it's, it's Kubrick so like you can't you're you, the, he's such a perfectionist and he's so detail oriented so mm-hmm. the, you can't expect anything different. Um but it's just like it was so so well shot and just like there were like so many iconic scenes come from the movie like the tricycle stuff or the big wheel stuff yeah. um and like I mean even just thinking about how they did that back in the 80s like following the kid on the big wheel um and the camera wasn't like crazy shaky when they don't have like all the stabilization that we do now like that, yeah. that had to have been a deal to shoot
2: I mean think about it he faked the moon landing he knows <laughs> what he's doing <laughs> He's mess he's kidding. I know, I know you're kidding. I know you're
1: kidding. I hope you're kidding. I was gonna I was gonna fake out. I've watched right. the footage. They
2: they you know, they aired yeah, it what right. was, it, was it
3: 1967, 69, when did they go to the moon? You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Alright. Um Uh
1: Logan, how'd you feel about The Shiny?
3: I liked it. like I had never seen it. I told Bridget that I was just like, I had never seen it, but not not because I had like a uh, an opposing feeling towards it, like yeah, you, you see, like, that Here's Johnny bit, like, all the time, like, sure. on, like, on like TV commercials and things like that, but it's, like, I just had never gotten around to see it, so I enjoyed it. I liked it. It's always interesting
0: when you see, like, what is the origin point of, like, a reference from a movie. Yeah. You
3: know?
1: Especially one with, like, there are so many from The Shining. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: It made me really want to rewatch the movie Ready Player One, because there's, like, a lot of Shining mm-hmm. references in that. Huh. Um... So, Captain Curbside, I really, I'm really sorry that we did not use your nickname as much as we should have. That's
2: okay, but yeah. you know, I might just start using it outside of this podcast. Like, <laughs> it's I, gonna become your i attached to it <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: here's the way that it goes for the lore of the show: is that pe- if people come back, that is their name for cool. Uh, yeah, and the also universe.
1: it's like a that that like Captain Curbside is like a copyrighted like. In intellectual property of the team Trash Cast. Oh, cool!
0: I have no idea. This so story. I
1: can't legally start up a business using <laughs> that name. Now. Exactly, and if you call it, if you pay us royalties, if you call it, if you okay. call yourself that, every time you call yourself
0: that,
2: you legally owe us twenty five cents. Oh, fork me! Sorry, I've been watching a lot of the good places. Oh, nice. Okay, no, I, I want to talk
0: you. about that and how great it is, but I think we should.
1: All right,
2: what's your uh, what, do, what do you got for yeah us? So, what' so like um, check out? do you guys have access to Amazon Prime like yes. video yeah okay. are you gonna so,
0: if you're gonna say the boys we've already watched it oh no not at all so <laughs> actually my
2: group recommendation is the TV show monk um, oh I don't know if you guys with Tony Shalou yeah yeah oh he's on the marvelous and mrs Maisel. he is yeah and I, I I think the reason I love it is my grandparents introduced it to me when I was younger and mm-hmm. it was one of those just procedural crime dramas that has this element of levity to it because tony schloob is first of all a wonderful actor yeah. okay and he's playing this man with these different phobias and uh, compulsions and he's like afraid of germs which is like kind of cool seeing that in a covet era world now because <laughs> he has like wipes on his hands constantly after he touches somebody but yeah i just i pick it really any episode i we we're, usually we're start with, with the first, first so one yeah really but right. if, you like yeah, that, if you like yeah there's eight seasons on amazon so like
0: I didn't see that one
2: coming, but yeah, sure. I did
1: not know that Monk was on Amazon. It is. This yeah. is dangerous yeah. intel, intel, information.
0: I know. I know a lot of people like that show. Also, we'll say about COVID watches. Mm-hmm. Watching The Shining during COVID because it's about a man who's stuck in one indoors, place yeah. Indoors, yeah. indoors for months. We got we got to be careful with what we're watching, man. Like because every time someone says the word quarantine in a TV mm-hmm. show now, I'm like, oh my goodness. It, it, <laughs> it's
2: funny. He actually he did a, a special YouTube. Uh, kind of episode where Mr. Monk is quarantining himself I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's on YouTube so even just check that out we should watch uh, that as like a companion thing uh, to it yeah sure alright that's a good cool. recommendation
0: thank you alright uh, well Captain Curveside Keith Russell thank you so much for joining us for the show we're very glad to have you um, did you have um, how did you want to plug yourself like how did you want to put yourself out there Instagram handles People requesting your services. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, people could uh, just reach out to me via email. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Keith Russell at financialguide Financial guide. Guide. Financial G- guide. Yeah, so that's K e guide, i t h r u s s e l l at Guide u i d e dot com, and I can leave my business card too if you want to. How about that? Oh, well, we can take a picture of it, plug it on the Instagram or whatever. But oh, yeah, yeah, I Microsoft mean, works. yeah, I work with people remotely long as they want to meet and aren't jerks like, it's pretty much the type of people i work with so well
0: i mean we even have the podcast is international we don't have a lot of listeners we have that one last and on, one Australian guy guy one guy from ireland okay Keith, <laughs> thank you very much for providing that information we're very glad to have you um okay guys uh we have a wonderful editor that puts together our podcast with all the messiness that it is in its raw form uh, her name is beth you can find her at color.obscura on tiktok and instagram she makes a bunch of stuff on TikTok, she uh, really has uh, the ball on there. We also have a little bit of theme music, which you can find. Yeah.
1: Um, so our our theme song is the song uh, "Lessons" by my band Space Between. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. Uh, we got a couple tracks up there. Hope you give them a listen and enjoy them.
0: Um, speaking of Instagram and TikTok, also uh, you better be following us on there. Like we we post things. We like make videos. We like it's post like, the faces of our wonderful guests. Like they're
1: highly professional. Dude. Yeah. Like we don't mess around.
0: Yeah, we don't. Like I, I'm the one who moderates the Instagram, and I can't wait for us to make more videos if you guys will let me go crazy and make videos um, with you guys. Um, well, they're again, not that professional. They're really not. <laughs> but again, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Team Trash Cast. Uh, it's a simple handle. really yeah. Like that. All right. And well. With that being said, smell you later! (laughs)